How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran, and a good day to talk about Garrett Wilson, Ohio State receiver. Obviously, the Jets drafted him with the 10th overall pick, and he's bringing a dynamic, versatile element to this Jets offense. You know, we're going to speak about a little bit, you know, his qualities, his tangibles. He's also a good dude. Um, it was kind of funny. I was watching, uh, you know, his a couple of his, his videos um, from when he was doing the rookie dinner, you know, with the receivers and stuff. And the, re- the receivers like racked up like a $75,000 bill and he was like bugging out. It was hilarious. So um, definitely a good guy. He's got a great work ethic. We're going to give you some insight um, and some quotes from, uh, you know, Sala and Garrett Wilson and just what he had to say about Zach Wilson so far. Um, a lot of Wilsons on this team. I'm a Wilson. Just so many of us going around these days, dime a dozen. But um, before we dive into Garrett Wilson, what his qualities are and kind of how he's adjusting to the NFL game so far in training camp coming up and stuff. How are you today, my friend? Doing great, Alex. I appreciate it. You know, it's a ton of fun to be able to talk about just an exciting young player that the Jets added, you know, dynamic wide receiver in Garrett Wilson, someone who I'm really excited about just as a rookie and thinking about his long-term future with the Jets. Guy who was highly productive the last two years at Ohio State. You know, offers 4-3 speed, great quickness after the catch. I mean, you see his ability to make defenders miss in space. You know, he has that vertical element, his ability to attack corners, blind spots on deep level routes, just his hand size, his catch radius, you know, his, the way he can adapt his body in the air, his ability to get up. You know, he's a contested catch receiver, at, you know, six foot, 185 pounds. So he's pretty unique. And, you know, he obviously offers that multiplicity pre-snap cross formation in the slot out wide. So, Really excited. You know, I think he'll fit really well with Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Braxton Berrios, and in this offense with Michael Ford and Zach Wilson. So really excited to talk about Garrett today. Yeah, man. I mean, Garrett Wilson graded very, very nicely, obviously, um, at the combine. Had some pretty good numbers. Has the 87th percentile hand size at 9 inches, 9.88 inches, um, and then a 90th percentile 40-yard dash at 4.38 seconds. Um, definitely not the biggest guy in the world. He's 37th percentile in height at six foot and 184 pounds. So he's pretty scrawny. Um, but you know, that is going to be his biggest weakness as a rookie. It's going to be press coverage at the line of scrimmage. You know, can he get off of those physical corners? Um, can he separate from them? Like that's going to be, uh, something to look out for. I think he won't have a problem because he's so shifty. He'll use his, uh, you know, agility and, and mobility at the line of scrimmage to kind of create a little bit of separation early on in routes. But I think if he gets jammed and he in you know a, a stronger corner gets their hands on him, it's going to be tough for him to to get recover immediately, especially with the quickness of pass rushes these days in the NFL. Um, but he does have ten out of ten elusiveness, really great ball skills and body control, pretty solid route running, but physicality not exactly what you want it to be. And some of his uh, his speed uh, there's there's left to be desired in some areas. But I do think that he can make an immediate impact. Obviously, um, had six drops last year, seven point nine percent drop rate. Um, you know, can, can improve in that area, had 1,058 yards, 12 touchdown catches. So the guy is an absolute monster in terms of scoring. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how the, the jets get him utilize or rather utilize him as a red zone threat. Um, how do you think like what route concepts do you have in mind that they can really attack Garrett Wilson's strengths, you know, maybe some bubble screens, maybe some quick slants, getting him into space. Um, I'm not sure he has the height or physicality to really win on those jump 50, 50 balls, those fade routes in the end zone. That's not exactly how I'd use him, but I do like some, maybe some quick outs to the end zone from about the five yard line. I would like to see, um, maybe some daggers across the middle. If you're not in the red zone just yet, but getting toward it, um, what kind of ways do you think the Jets can kind of get him involved in the red zone? For sure. I think it's a very detailed answer because he's really a three level threat. I mean, you, you spoke on the screen game, just his short area quickness underneath, you know, his ability to quickly separate, 
you look on the intermediate level, I mean, some of his ability to just change direction, you know, going in and out. Um, he plays bigger than that six foot, 185 pound frame. He's obviously got those big hands and spoke on just his, his ability to jump and, you know, change his body adjustment in the air. And, you know, that hand size, obviously, and the catch radius, you know, in which the quarterback has a lot of room for error, you know, throwing the ball with Garrett. And obviously on the deep level, you talk about the four, three speed, his ability to attack corners, blind spots, and just some of his big play production at Ohio state these last couple of years, I think in all three levels, you know, he can win. And in the red zone, I think it's interesting. Obviously you wouldn't expect it for a guy of his size and stature, but you look at some of his production just on like goal line fades and things like that. He, he was successful on some slants, some over routes. So I think there's a lot of different ways you can get him the ball, obviously in the slot as well. I mean, he, he was productive there in 2020. So I, I think he's just another one of those types of players like Elijah Moore, where it's just Brees Hall, where you, you can just continue to find ways to get the ball in his hands. Yeah, and like that's that's really what good NFL teams do these days. They just find ways to get the ball in the hands of their playmakers. Um, and you know, we've discussed Zach Wilson exactly. You know what he needs to improve upon, how he's progressing this off season. And Gary Wilson really thinks he's something special. And exactly what he said was he's really special through mini camp. Uh, he was really slinging it the last few the last few days. Deep balls, intermediate throws, sidearm, off platform. He's got a whole lot of talent. He's been great with me. It's been awesome for sure. So. If you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Josh Allen, you look at Lamar Jackson, like some of these really high-end quarterbacks, and you know, unless you're Tom Brady and you just have impeccable fundamentals and just an unbelievable football IQ and just understanding of what defenses are doing and what they're showing, um, what you see in these modern quarterbacks is the different arm slots, the way that they can wrap around a defender coming toward them, right? Sometimes you have a pass rusher coming right toward you. You can't throw overhand. You know, you're going to throw right into, into his big, like, beefy arms, and you're not going to be able to get the ball through. So you, sometimes you got to whip that around him. you got to, on the run, you got to sidearm it to the sideline. Maybe you get a little bit more velocity on it, whatever it might be, kind of like a baseball throw. Um, Patrick Mahomes really kind of set the stage for that because he was, he was formerly a baseball player. He throws it like he's a shortstop. And you look at Zach Wilson, he has the capability to do that. The arm angles, the ability to get the ball out in a myriad of different ways. And I think Garrett Wilson is going to thrive from that. Now, what I would hope for Zach Wilson and what we've been kind of talking about the last couple of episodes when, uh, you know, we, we discuss things he needs to improve on is just having a better foundation when he doesn't need to sign on it. You don't need to sidearm throws all the time. You only need to do it when it's necessary. Zach Wilson tried to do it a little bit far too often last year, and he ended up skipping the ball off the dirt a couple of times, um, which resulted in one of the worst completion percentage of any starting quarterback on throws behind the line of scrimmage, which is unacceptable, right? It's 78% completion percentage on throws that were behind the line of scrimmage, which is crazy to me. Um, average quarterback was about 80, 88 to 90%. Um, so that was pretty bad for him. Um, so, you know, he needs to improve upon that. But he has all the, the tools in the toolbox, which is really nice. Now, Mike LaFleur said some really great stuff about Garrett Wilson specifically. He's just a versatile, good football player. He understands the game. Since he's been here, he's been full throttle trying to learn this system. And, you know, you love to see that from a rookie. Some guys come in, they're charismatic, they don't care. You know, they just are, they think they're on top of the world. But realistically, like, the job is just starting. Like, their careers are just starting. They worked really hard throughout college to get to that point. But it really starts when you get to the NFL because that's where you make your money. That's where everything kind of takes off. So you've got to be in the right mindset. And Garrett Wilson so far is proving to be not only a really solid player, but also a great teammate and just a good guy. Um, you know, how important do you that do you think that factor is specifically to the culture of this Jets team and really building a foundation of just good young talent? For sure. I think it comes back to that Bill Belichick quote. I mean, you're not just putting a collection of talent together, you got to build a team. And I think you've seen that with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. They're not just looking for 
high quality football players, but human beings, you know, hard workers. You've heard Salah obviously speak on, you know, guys that love football and are so self-motivated by that. And I think Garrett is just another one of those types of guys who's all ball. You know, he loves it. He's going to work hard. He's going to come in as a rookie here, even as a the 10th overall pick and really command the respect of his teammates, the veterans throughout the roster. And I think that's exactly what you want. You want the talent, but you, you got to have the right mindset and work ethic, all field character, you know, what you're like when the cameras aren't on. And I think Garrett's just one of those trustworthy people who, uh, you know, you really want to be a focal point to your franchise. Right. And, you know, he's going to do a lot for this Jets offense to begin with. So, you know, it's pretty exciting about that. Um, and Garrett Wilson said regarding his singular goal since dropping in, um, with the jets, he said, I have a lot to learn getting into my routes is the main thing. I want to focus on my releases and knowing what the plan is. It all comes with time with this game. Every detail is important. The spacing and the timing on another level. It's a big learning curve for me. And I'm still trying to build that you keep playing ball and you learn over time, not all at once. So I kind of discussed this at the start of the episode, um, where like he will probably get jammed a lot because that is his biggest weakness. They will try to jam him. They'll try to keep him from getting into his routes and uh, installing his releases early in his career. So that learning curve is going to be significant. And I think the Jets are probably testing him pretty early and often with DJ Reed and Sauce. Um, you know, iron sharpens iron at the end of the day. But like, you know, they want them to be physical with Garrett Wilson. If, you, if you're playing off ball coverage on Garrett, you're going to get t- you're going to get destroyed. You're going to get sauced for lack of a better term. So, you know, I think when you're, looking at how he can really continue his development and growth, you got to test him in practice. And I think that means jamming him, uh, heavy hand fighting, trying to figure out how he can win um, when he's being pressed uh, really aggressively. So I think, you know, that's where his biggest weakness will lie in, in this upcoming season. But this is an opportunity for him to learn and really build that skill set um, and, and take advantage of, of this opportunity to just, you know, round out his skills before the regular season begins. You know, is there anything that you think he probably needs to work on before, you know, the start of the regular season or any weaknesses that stand out to you? For sure. I think what you said was just the play strength. And I think that's to be expected. You know, he's 21 years old, turning 22 next month. And I think, like you said, just the reps go such a long way. And with, you know, more maturity in his age and experience, I think you'll see him eventually. Like you said, he's got that shiftiness, the quickness. And, you know, if he continues to hone in, hone in on those release packages, I think, that'll be an area you just see him grow with over time. And I think the last one is just making sure, you know, you're not going to ask for like Elijah Moore hands, but you want to really see him get that drop right down. I think is the main thing considering he's got those big hands. I think you just want to see, you know, more consistency and just an effortless ability to catch the football over time. Yeah. I mean, look, this, this wide receiver core is, is pretty legit. They got some really good young talent. Um, it's going to be exciting to see how they put this offense together and how uh, Mike LaFleur gets creative with it. Cause you know, we saw some really interesting things and concepts last year that, you know, most of us haven't seen in a very long time, maybe ever, honestly, for a Jets team. So uh, it'll be fun. And then you have the running backs, of course, and upgraded offensive line. And hopefully Zach Wilson takes a step forward. Everything looks up and up and up right now. So let's just uh, let, let's enjoy this moment where it all looks up before, you know, obviously things start to happen and hopefully um, nothing bad happens and they just continue to build because uh, I think this team is about a year off from being a legit playoff contender. But guys, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe as always. Leave out your impression on Garrett Wilson. What are you thinking? How many yards do you think he'll have next year? How many touchdowns? How do you think they'll use him? A lot of really exciting stuff for this Jets offense um, to break down. And, you know, we'll continue providing content daily for you guys. So keep up to date with that on the Jets channel. Make sure to subscribe if you want uh, more of this good stuff and analysis, film reviews, and all the rest. Obviously, training camp coming up in a couple of weeks. we got you guys covered. As always, and have a phenomenal rest of your day. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.